You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. My heart instructs me. Is the title of this devotion. And you know that is something that is actually quite wonderful. When out of your own heart proceed thoughts and inspirations and motivations that delight you. And that is where the bio, Jesus said, for example, to the woman at the well, remember her? In John chapter 4, how she had suffered five divorces. I cannot imagine anybody suffering one, much less five. And how now she was living with another man and who was not her man. And, and Jesus looked at her because you could see that her life was so thirsty for satisfaction, but that she couldn't find it in her relationships. And that he said to her, out of your own heart, will spring up a fountain to everlasting life. And what a good thing it is that when out of your own heart comes this wonderful joy, this wonderful happiness, this wonderful satisfaction, these good thoughts, these good ideas, these benevolent, benevolent, I love that word benevolent, you know, unconquerable goodwill, undefeatable benevolence comes out of your own heart. And so let me read you here, Psalm 16, verse 7 and 8. And this is called the Golden Psalm. And uh, it's David's great psalm that Peter used on the day of Pentecost to preach from. And he says, David says in this, it's a short psalm, it's 11 verses, but he says here, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. I've set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Again, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. You see how God loves to harmonize with your my heart. That's why I believe the Bible says David was a man of the God's own heart who would do all of his will. That's in Acts chapter 19, 22, something like that. And that God has 13, chapter 13 of the book of Acts, verse 22. And that God is able to harmonize with your heart, that your heart and his heart are, are on the same page. And that is something that the Lord wants so much for you, so that your own heart instructs you, that the thoughts that come out of your heart, that in other words, from within you, you're reminded by the Lord. And from within you go, no, no, 
Wow, how can I allow my mind to wander a little bit here when I know the truth? No, no, no. I know, I know what I believe. No. You know, and you catch yourself. You think, hey, hello. I know better than that. And any of us can have that where you could just be caught off guard a little bit. Or that's why the scripture says, be sober, be vigilant. For your adversary in 1 Peter chapter 5 goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, but resist him in faith and he will flee from you. And this same suffering is experienced by others too. But he says, stay sober and vigilant. In other words, you could just, you could be caught off guard a little bit, but you need to keep your heart into such a place that you constantly commune with God in your own heart. And you rehearse and, 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 and be busy with what you know is the will of your Father for your life. That you are, as someone would say, but he who meditates with his whole heart and mind on your law will be fruitful. Will be fruitful. You see, God wants that fruitfulness to come out of the heart. When Jesus was speaking and the disciples were wondering, well, Lord, why can some connect and why can some not connect with you? He said, it's like the sower sowing the seed. Some of the seed he sows falls on the wayside and the birds come and immediately they pick off the seeds, right? He said, some of it falls on shallow ground and wow, it springs up. But the moment there comes a testing, then because there's no root, it withers away. And some of it falls in the ground and thorns and thistles choke its development. But some of it falls on, falls on good ground and it brings forth 30, 60 or 100 fold. And he shows that the condition of the heart affects how we can connect with the Lord, how we hear, how we respond to his will and purpose for our lives, his plans and his direction and his correction. Now, how good it is when you are into such a place with the Lord where, where you want what He wants. Amen? Where you want what He wants. I love that verse in Psalm 119. Maybe verse something. I can't remember now which verse it is. Something 48 or whatever. Help me to want what you want, Lord, so that I may see your miracles again. You see, David was a man who understood that he needed his heart continual guarding, guiding, and instructed by the Lord so that his heart would constantly teach him the right thinking and the right way of, of behaving and responding and expecting and looking. And your heart will determine all of this. And that's why it says here in Proverbs chapter 3, <clears throat> trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. And don't be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil, and it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of your increase. In other words, be a tither. For so your barns shall be filled with plenty and your fat shall overflow with new wine. Oh, my son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord and all of that when he corrects you and so forth. You see, you've you got to really keep
keep yourself into such a place where your heart can instruct you with the right thoughts. And there's a scripture here in Proverbs 14, verse 14, the Amplified, that I've prayed for years. And I, I still go back to it all the time because I need it. It says, the backslider in heart, Proverbs 14, 14, the Amplified, the backslider in heart from God and from fearing him shall be filled with the fruit of his own ways. But a good man shall be satisfied with the fruit of his ways, with holy thoughts and actions which his heart prompts in which he delights. A good man, are you with me? Shall be satisfied with the fruit of his ways, with holy thoughts and actions which his heart prompts, with holy thoughts and actions, with holy thoughts and actions which his heart prompts in which he delights. You see, when we allow our hearts to become indifferent, what can come from our heart can be terrible. I mean terrible. You can have somebody who can look somebody in the eyes and with absolute sincerity say, I love you. And the next moment vomit some of the most vile words out of their mouth that come out of their heart. That you would think, how can the bitterness of this come out of such a sweet well. And Jesus shows us that it ought not to be so. We ought not to draw the bitter out of the sweet well. And this is where we need our heart constantly kept by God so that when it instructs us, you know, and In the past, you would have maybe responded with anger, with evil, with uncleanness. Now it's just not there. It's not there because God has cleansed your heart. It's not there to come from your heart. And David says, the Lord instructs me in my own heart. The Lord instructs, counsels me and my own heart instructs me in the night season. You've got to have what comes out of your heart to be something that you can delight in, something you can be thankful for. Oh, I tell you, it will affect your attitude, it will affect your face, it will affect your behavior, it will affect everything about you. When good proceeds out of the heart, and it especially pleases your Heavenly Father. Have a good day.